What up, what up? Back at it again. Real Fans Podcast here another week in the books. I'm your boy Gabe. That's Julian right there. Julian, what say up, what's up? What up? What's up, people? What's up, people? How we doing? Another episode without Gabe. I mean, JoJo. Another episode. Couldn't be here. Hopefully, we'll be here next week. We're almost coming up on uh, MLB uh, trade deadline, which is like August 2nd, which is in a couple days. So trade deadline's coming up. Lots of trade rumors. You know, Juan Soto's name is out there. Willie Contreras' name is out there. But we'll talk about that next week. We'll see what what actually happens in the MLB uh, when JoJo gets here. But... And other news, more important news, news that never more stops. important news, news that never stops happening because the NFL always makes news year round. That's all we care about. This is America, goddammit. it. We care about football. <laughs> let's talk about some of the biggest stories in the NFL. Uh, let's start off with, uh, I guess, the biggest contract that hasn't been uh, decided yet, or one of the biggest names, uh, former uh, NFL MVP. Well, I guess not former. He's still the MVP of that year. Uh, Lamar Jackson's coming up. Well, he would on, still be a former. Right? Yeah. On, okay. Well, maybe not this year, he, but pre. Um, he, Lamar Jackson's truck is co- contract is coming up. Uh, he's owed about uh, twenty three million this year, so he'll be a, on a restricted free agent next year. So, um, you know, obviously going into the season, we haven't started yet. We're just starting mini camp. Obviously, you want to secure a guy, a talent like Lamar Jackson. But a lot of people, I don't know, there's a, it seems very polarizing uh, in the in the media, the sports media. People are saying he's overrated, not worth the money. Um, so, uh, how do you feel, Julian, about the prospect of the Ravens going into this season with uh, Lamar Jackson becoming a free agent next year? Do you think they should secure him up? You should lock down Lamar Jackson, or you just let him go, let that butterfly? I feel, I feel like you were targeting me because you know my stance, Lamar Jackson. I. My thing with Lamar Jackson is like, man, I don't – I get he's an amazing athlete. He's probably the most athletic quarterback in the league. He is just unbelievable with his feet. Probably the best we've seen since young Michael Vick, maybe even better because <clears throat> I would say he's bigger. I'm not sh- – I believe he might be bigger. I think he's, he's lanky, but he's still probably bigger than – a little bit wider in the shoulders. Yeah. Maybe. My one thing, man, with him is like he's just – when it comes to throwing the ball, when it really comes, and you, you, we saw them try, the Ravens try to experiment with this, I believe last year, where they try to get him to throw more. And then once it, it wasn't really working out for them, but then they started running the ball with him a lot more like they did his MVP season. They started winning and becoming dominant again. And that's my biggest criticism with Lamar Jackson. If once he can figure, figure out how to throw the ball at an elite level to compete with these other guys in the AFC, and that's what worries me is like you have guys like Patrick Mahomes, you have uh, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, um, so on and so forth. Keep on going. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Russell Wilson. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to get to a point where you're going to have to sling it. You're going to get in a, like a battle where you're going to have to just just like throw the rock. And granted, he hasn't had the greatest receiving weapons outside of Mark Andrews. Um he hasn't had like an elite receiver, Pro Bowl receiver, a guy who can rely on to depend on. So that could play a factor as well. But I don't know if you go and making him the highest paid. Like he is a great quarterback. He's a great talent. I don't, I don't know if you do you pay him more than Aaron Rodgers annually? Like you know what you're getting with Aaron Rodgers, back to back MVP, um, a Super Bowl champion, and you know he's one of the best throwers of the football in the history of the NFL. And I don't know if you can say that about um, Lamar, 
Lamar Jackson, at least yet. I hope he becomes that because I think if he can master that ability of being able to run and throw like Michael Vick was able to and have that arm strength and that accuracy like Michael Vick had at times. Well, Michael Vick always had a strong ass arm. He could always sling that thing like 70 yards. But I I just I want to see more from I don't know if I would trust having Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. And it's like you want to pay him more than those guys. I don't know. That's my thoughts. Yeah. Um, I still think, you know, Lamar Jackson definitely has value, right, uh, in the league. I think he – maybe he's not a top tier. He's not, like, super elite, like, Hall of Fame right now. Uh, I think he's still pretty young. I do – I think the questions about giving him a, a lengthy contract are valid because, um, you know, how, how long is this game going to last, right? He's a very physical runner. Um, uh, and how, how long is this game going to last? Looking at the stats, uh, if you look over the past years, obviously he won the uh, – MVP in 2019, uh, that was his best year, 36 touchdowns, nine, uh, excuse me, six interceptions, 26 and nine the next year, 16 and 13 last year. So 16 and it was probably his worst year uh, statistically last year. And obviously he's going into this contract year where either you extend him, give him a, you know, uh, a bigger contract or you say whatever. But um, I, I still think he's still top tier. Like if even at worst, he's top 20. Uh, top 15 you know what i mean like uh if you want to argue if he's going to be in that top 10 uh you know we can have arguments about statistically if he is if he's if he's improving um but i still think he has value uh i think he's gonna get paid like the the quarterback position is so precious and there's like so few guys who can start in this league and this guy has an mvp like year so we've seen uh you know some of his best years and honestly that was early that was like you know two years ago going on three years now I still think he's worth the money. Now, if you're going to give this guy 10-year, 8-year contract, I mean, I'll be like, okay, well, how about we just do like four or five? Let's, let's yeah. see, you know what I mean? <laughs> year or something for your team, like, you know what I mean? Um, so he's going to get paid the, you know, yesterday's price is not today's price. Obviously, there we've seen uh, people make money moves. You talked about Aaron Rodgers earlier. Aaron Rodgers made money moves this year. Uh, we'll talk about Kyler Murray, who made money moves. Um, so I think he's going to command – Big uh, price, but like, what? What do you? What is your second option? If you don't resign him, what? Are the, if you're the Ravens, what are your second? Uh, what's your second option? Like, my big. I'm not saying don't resign him. Obviously, resign him. You're not going to get better than what's on the market or drafting. He's he's a, a a quality quarterback. He's a quality player who can win you games, and that's no doubt. What I'm saying, my only thing was like, I don't know if you make him the highest paid quarterback in the league, which is what he might be asking for. I'm not entirely sure what he's asking for. Do you pay him top five? I can see that. He's young. He's, you know, everybody can still develop and become better. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I just don't know if like right now it's like how much you do. But yeah, you make sure you lock him up. Um, I can see him getting a, so his final year. I don't, did they pick up a fifth year option on him? Probably not. Right. So, cause he was a first round, probably not. Cause they're probably hoping to, ex- yeah, they probably were hoping to ex- uh, extend him. So, I think he's going to sign a contract uh, before the season starts. My guess. Um, I'm looking at maybe that forty million a year. He might get something similar to uh, Deshaun Watson, which I believe is like forty two. That's what I'm projecting. Um, but if it, I say if it's higher than that, I mean, like, I'd be kind of surprised. I'd be like kind of surprised because, I mean, he's won one playoff game, I believe. Too. I'm not sure. Uh, let me pull but, up the record. 
But yeah, I mean, like I said, you lock them up 100%. Um, I guess they're very confident they're going to get it done. I don't think Lamar Jackson wants to go anywhere anyways. The team is pretty competitive. They really just need more weapons from him. And that's what I'm saying too. Like, we'll see what he can do when he really has some more like weapons outside of his tight end. Um, and hopefully he can continue and, uh, to improve and continue to like, cause like I said, at the end of the day, man, you're going to have to sling that, especially in this conference. Like you're going to have to, I mean, we saw that, that amazing bills chiefs game. Like that was incredible. If Lamar Jackson was in that same position, could he have done what Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes did? I don't know. Now, uh, just pull up some stats. Uh, his regular season rating, uh, about an 87 in career. He's a 98.1. Uh, you know, last year, last game we played was uh, uh, against Cleveland. They lost. Um, but I just want to bring up, like, you know, Baltimore has to stay competitive, right? Because you look at their their depth chart. Their backup is Tyler. They got Hunt. a good running game right now. They got a they got a decent running game and Brett Hundy. So, so if you're not trying to secure up Lamar Jackson, like like I said, what's your second option? You have, you know. A guy who hasn't started a backup, you know. Bring back Joe Fluco. What is your op- you have a better option of just letting him go? I, I no, think he's going to land a big contract. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, um, and it's weird because I think also, too, Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. I think he's he's like negotiating on his own, which is like a rogue thing like nobody's ever done since like, I don't know, like the 50s or something. I don't know. That's pretty People are just, they're, they're, they're their I own agent. That. So that's interesting uh, a thing to throw in there. Um. Also, you uh, you talk about having weapons. You know, they lost Marquise uh, Hollywood Brown. Uh, and then he go to it was it Arizona? Where did Hollywood Brown? Yeah, but he wasn't anything really special. He wasn't. He's a number three receiver on any other team. But you want to talk about weapons? Like either A, you're gonna run with, uh, you're gonna run with Lamar Jackson, or B, you break it all down and try to you know rebuild again. Because right now, to me, the best team in that division right now is still the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't care if they were uh, yeah. one of the worst teams that's, to go to the Super Bowl. And that's they're a prime example. That's a prime example. What do you, what like, do you they're do gonna, Cincinnati's going to put up points. Like they're, they're going to sling that rock with the weapons that they have. They're going, they have a young core and you're going to have to keep up with Joe Burrow. Like we'll see what Deshaun Watson, if he plays whatnot with Cleveland. Um, but that's another place. It's like, uh, I'm not the biggest Deshaun Watson fan, but I do think he throws the ball better than Lamar Jackson. So, or yeah, uh, talking about quarterback talent, those two are the best: Joe Burrow and Deshaun Watson. I haven't seen Deshaun Watson play like in a year and a half, but I still yeah, we'll see if he still got it. I would imagine he would. He's still super young. That's just pure football. That's not even my personal opinion about him. But like, what? So, what are the Ravens doing to compete? Like, what what are they doing to stay relevant in that division? Um, you know, the Steelers, they're they're trying to rebuild now that Ben's gone. Um, mm-hmm. What are the Ravens doing to, to try? I mean, to, to, to they, like I said, they got a strong defense. The running back room is pretty solid. Obviously, um, you have Mark Andrews at tight end. It's, it's really just they need weapons, and they haven't really done anything. I mean, last year they signed Sammy Watkins, which, I mean, he's not even on the team anymore, so it shows you what they thought of him. Um, so it's like, man, I, I – that's the biggest issue. So unless they just plan on just like running, 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 running nonstop, which they have the ability to with Lamar Jackson and then uh, J.K. Dobbins and um, drawing a blank on the other running back. Uh, regardless. I had the depth chart up, but I'll, uh, <clears throat> Gus Edwards is what they had. Mike Davis is a third backup third string. 
Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, they, if they can just, they lean into that running game and play defense, they could take them a long way. We've seen that time and time again, uh, that, that that's a strategy, but with today's NFL getting more and more passing oriented. And then, then the division that they are with the defending AFC champions, it's going to be tough, man. Um, so yeah, they need to keep them. They need to keep them, but they need to give them some help on the offensive side of the ball. And speaking of other quarterbacks on the league, we're going to talk about another quarterback situation going on. Let's let's just go all the way to the West Coast, all the way to uh, Oakland, San Francisco. That uh, West Coast offense? Yeah. Uh, We had a quote from uh, Shanahan, uh, the head coach. He said, we moved on from Trey. This is Trey's team. That's nothing against Moved on to Trey. Uh, uh, we're not going to mess around with that. Jimmy understands that fully. So um, this is something I guess I talked about last year as well. Um, Garoppolo, uh, I know you're a passionate Garoppolo fan. You love Garoppolo. <laughs> you wish you had Garoppolo and the Jackson over Trevor Lawrence. Um, uh, how do you feel about the 49ers saying officially, the head coach saying this is this is Trey Lance's team uh, uh, going forward? Do you think that's the right decision? Uh, what are your thoughts on the 49ers quarterback drama? Uh, anything's better than Jimmy. It wasn't, I mean, what was he really providing? I mean, he was providing consistency and he didn't turn over the ball, but he wasn't adding any element to where you're like, man, Jimmy won us that game. There was never a moment where I felt like, oh man, if it wasn't for Jimmy Garoppolo, they would have lost that game. I've never felt that way. So, and I personally think Trey Lance can do what Jimmy already did. The thing is, we don't, Trey Lance doesn't have to be better than Jimmy in his first year starting. If he does the same that or play equally to what Jimmy Garoppolo did last season, that's enough. Obviously that got him to the NFC championship and they almost, they could, they almost won the game and went to the Super Bowl. They're a really solid team. They're really deep. They brought back uh, uh, Debo's coming back. So the, the team is still really solid. And I think you, you can, with Trey Lance, you can't get any worse than what Jimmy was giving. Even if he turns out to not be that great, just put him in the same position. And I, I trust Shanahan with his his experience with quarterbacks and everybody. Obviously, if they're willing to move on from Jimmy, that means he Trey has been already been showing something. He's already been out. I, I haven't been following 49ers camp like that. But for the coach to come out and saying that they're they're moving forward with Trey, to me, obviously that speaks volumes. That means that he's been putting in the work. He's been looking better than Jimmy, which isn't really hard, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just hope they don't put him in a position where they have to like fling it. But I don't think Shanahan will. I think they'll put him in a very friendly system, um, similar to what Garoppolo is. And then once he gets more confident, hopefully they start letting him sling that rock. And uh, any any adds that mobility factor that Jimmy Garoppolo just didn't have, like his ability to run and like make guys miss and just take it to the house. Is he's adding an extra element that he doesn't have. So. Like I said, they can only get better, I, I think. You knew what Jimmy was. Um, I mean, as far as my opinions on Jimmy, Jimmy, like I said, I think the 49ers hit Jimmy a lot. I've seen the max. I've seen the max Jimmy. I've seen the best of what he can do, and it's just pretty blase, yeah. pretty mediocre. Best <laughs> of slightly above. Um, Which is scary because I've heard rumors of maybe, you know, with uh, – you know, they're, they've been talking for like maybe like a year, a year and a half. They're talking about trading Garoppolo. 
and now it seems more imminent now that they've actually announced Trey Lance. It's like uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is also at the end of his contract. Uh, he's owed uh, $25 million this year, or $24, 25000000 million this year. Uh, he'll be an unrestricted free agent, so more than likely they'll try to trade him to some other team that um, needs a quarterback. I heard rumors about uh, – Denver. I heard rumors about Denver. Are they held? Are they? I'm not sure if you know this, but are they held responsible for that contract? Even if they move them, would they be? Yeah. Um. I guess we have to figure out because I don't. I don't know how the NFL money works, but right now he's on a contract for the 49ers, so they they owe him money. But maybe they make a they strike a deal with another team. They move some exemptions. Uh. They move some money around. Uh. I don't know how cash flows in the NFL. You know, sometimes it's like. You, you still have to take that cap hit, like depending on. I'm not sure what his contract structure. I think more more than likely, I think the team that owns the contract still owes. They still pay. So even though on another roster, they still pay him. But um, like again, if he gets traded, which is like I said, rumors uh, with him coming on his last year of his contract, we'll see how the money works. Uh, I think more than likely, the team that owns the the rights will have to pay the most of it, if not you know like seventy percent, eighty percent, or something. Um, but yeah. Um, also, it's funny you, you brought up Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is also another guy who's on the end of his contract. Um, he's 26. He's going into uh, his four, uh, fourth year this year. He's owed nine hundred thousand dollars, so less than a milli. Um, and he'll be an unrestricted free agent last year. So that's another question because um, how are you setting up Trey Lance now that you've announced Trey Lance is going to be your quarterback? Are you giving him the proper weapons? Like Debo Samuel is an excellent player. I, I would love Debo Samuel to have him on my team. Are you giving Trey Lance? If you're saying Trey Lance are going to be with you, you know, you're our guy. Here's the weapons that you need. Because I think 49ers there relatively should have a better year than they had, did last year. I think they're relatively on the up and up. Uh, I think people are expecting them to do well next next season. Um, I, I have to review. I have to go. I mean, outside of Debo, if they lose Debo, like. Outside of that, everybody's right. coming back. I mean, the teams, the teams, they're not, they didn't really lose anybody major. So, so, so that that's another thing. So now you've announced a brand new quarterback. You have Garoppolo, his contract's ending. Debo Samuel, his contract's ending. What 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 are you doing to improve your team? And I think they should keep if Debo Samuel wants to extend. Uh, I think they should keep him. He should stay there. He's an exciting player. Uh, one of the best wide receivers in the game. He, you know, he's a hard defender. He he defends as well as he offensively he, he plays. He's blocking, so, yeah. Um, yeah. As far as Trey Lance, I think this is a move I expected. I expected it a lot earlier. I thought last year he was going to get way more starts than than what he did. I think they they extended rope to Garoppolo, not more than they should have. They probably gave him the proper like chance to to play. And obviously, this is he didn't deserve to lose his job. At the time, yeah, he never, he never I, I gave seen the best of Garoppolo, and this was a, it, this was inevitable. I seen the best of Garoppolo, and Garoppolo is meh. It's meh. He's, he's whatever. Yeah, I mean, if they can move on from Garoppolo, you free up that cap space, then you can maybe sign Debo to a contract that he likes more. That could be a thought of like why they're willing to move on from Garoppolo is maybe cap space. I don't know what their cap space is looking like, but I mean, obviously, if you're able to unload twenty four million. There's some money for Debo. Get him what he was looking for. So that could be a possibility too. I think he's staying. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think if he was, it would have been happening. You think, you think he's going to start? No, the game Debo. Like Debo. Not start. I mean, 
Oh, Debo. You talking about Debo? Okay. I'm talking about Debo. I think Debo's staying. I think they're going to figure it out. I think he would have already been gone. That's my thought. Um, I, I think they're they're going to work something out. <clears throat> I don't imagine. And then also, I don't think he sits out when the season starts. I think he's going to play the season. Obviously, he still wants a big contract. He's not making very much. This will be his first major payday. So he's going to want to take advantage of that. Um, but I also think Debo too is also looking for an opportunity to like really show his receiver skills, which he never really got the chance to really show it in San Francisco. Cause obviously they ran him as a dual threat a lot in the backfield. Um, not, not super far deep balls. And I think he wants to be, he wants to be looked at as one of the best receivers in the league. And, but maybe trailings can provide that for him. We'll see. I mean, how good yeah. he ends up being. Uh, so yeah, I guess we talked about the 49ers and the 49ers now. Uh, you know, I've heard rumors of him going to other places, but let's talk about another quarterback because we can't get enough about the quarterbacks around here. Quarterbacks. Uh, Kyler Murray for a huge deal, uh, in, uh, Arizona. Uh, Julie, thoughts on his contract be, uh, the details that came over, came out over the weekend about, uh, the details of his contracts. Uh, just give it, give us the news on, uh, Kyler Murray. Man, all right. So Kyler Murray, I could, he just signed. I have it right here. He signed a five-year, two hundred and thirty-five million dollar contract, one hundred and sixty million guaranteed. That puts him at forty-six point one million dollars average yearly salary. That makes him the second highest paid quarterback by salary, by annual salary, in the league, just behind Aaron Rodgers, who has about fifty million dollars a year. So yeah, Gabe, what do you think? Was he worth it? Um, uh, I think he's definitely worth it. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of Colin Murray. Um, I think he kind of had a, a mid kind of year. I, I'm, I'm very high on Colin Murray. I think he's like I said. I say it again. I said it once. I'll say it again. He's uh, uh, Russell Wilson 2.0. Uh, he definitely has a capability. He's very small, short stature, whatever. But I think he has a capability to still be effective. Um, I like this contract. They signed him through 2028, I believe. So this is a huge contract. This is giving you security. Come on, Gabe. Come on, Gabe. And I like Kyler Murray. I like him. I, on, I, told you I like the guy, man. So if he gets paid, like, I'm not going to hate on him. You know what I mean? Like, why, why would I hate on Kyler Murray? Man. I like the dude. This man hasn't even made the playoffs think, yet. Listen, I, I With think that he has team that he has, <laughs> and he never even made the dude, playoffs yet. He's fun to watch. He's a guy I like to watch. He's fun to watch. He's good to root for. What do you? What, what is? What is so bad about? Tell me. What? Yeah, what do you hate about Kyler Murray? So you're telling me a- you're going to pay him more than Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, um, Deshaun Watson? You're going to pay him more than those guys? The man hasn't even won a playoff game yet. He hasn't even been to the playoffs. They had a ten and zero start, and he didn't even make it. They, they they've been in, they he had a ten and zero start and then they missed the playoffs. How in the hell does that happen? Or nine and zero, one and something Listen. like that. With the best receiver in the league, he had tons of weapons. He had Zach Ertz coming in. He had Christian Kirk who almost put up a thousand yards. He had AJ Green on the tail end of his career, but he was able to provide some something. He had um, oh my God, was Ch- uh, Edmonds was it the running back? I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had so many weapons on that team. The de- the defense was solid, and they can't make the playoffs. Like I don't know, man. You don't pay this man the second most in the league, and this ha- hasn't even gone to the playoffs yet with the team that he's had. 
They missed. They choked the playoffs twice, back to back years. Listen, if you're trying to compete, right? Because uh, what's the NFC West? Is what is that? The that's the 49ers. That's that's LA. What did we see? Jimmy G got in respect. before them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they were poised to, uh, you know, to to do some damage, uh, I guess. Uh, but Kyler Murray. You can say he's excessive. Okay, that's one thing. But like I said, the quarterback position, I've said before, I'll say it again. The quarterback position is very precious. What's your second what, – what are their second options? What, what other options do they have? I'm not – and this is the same thing I was saying with Lamar Jackson. Obviously, you keep him. He's better than anything you'll else get out there in the market or probably draft. He is good. He is – I believe he's a pro bowler. But at the end of the day, man – I'm not paying this man more than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes won a damn Super Bowl. Like, and it's been to two. So I'm like, no, three, my bad. No. Wait, why am I drawing Blake? No, two, two, my bad. I forgot they lost. So I'm like, no, like, I, I, I like, what? Like, I don't know. That's just, it, the, the, what? So at least Deshaun Watson's won a playoff game. In, in the division, obviously, they have very staunch competition. We're talking about the 49ers and the Rams. Obviously, Rams, previous champs, they spend the most money. L.A. has the most money to spend. My bad. They, the they made the playoffs. playoffs. Real okay. quick. My bad. They made the yeah. playoffs, but they got absolutely smacked by the Rams. So, so he hasn't won a playoff. That's what you're going to say. You're competing against the Rams. So as far as teams in the NFC West – I will put them as at least second tier. Like they're competing, they're competitive. Uh, we'll see what the 49ers do. Like I said, we just talked about the 49ers. So we'll see what the 49ers do. Um, I don't expect the 49ers to be as successful as Arizona. And again, they're competing against the LA Rams. So former champs. Excessive? Okay. You want to say you want to pay them more than Patrick Mahomes? Okay. I, I'll, I'll, hey, they got I'll, fifth I'll place, man. They I'll made go. a wild card spot after doing 10 and no. You got to do something, man. You you got to get your guy, man. You got to have some some solid players. Guys going to be around for a long time, and you know you give them think. But here's the th- biggest thing that we we didn't even talk about, like his contract. The biggest news out this weekend was saying that uh, uh, apparently in his contract language. Also, my bad. Have, I got to uh, mess up again. They were they were seven and zero, and then they went ten and two. But they ended the season eleven and six. So I'm making mistakes here, but. We all make mistakes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I said more relevant. I, I didn't even know the last relevant Arizona team. When was the last Arizona when Kurt Warren was playing? When was Arizona? Um, no, they were Kyle. relevant during the uh, the um, Carson Palmer years. They were pretty solid. I think they made a so, couple of playoffs with him. I'm not sure how many, but he they were pretty solid. But that was pretty good. That was when Bruce Arians was over there. It's been tough, it's been tough in Arizona. And the fact that you secure – a pretty top tier quarterback. I'm good with it. Like I said, I like the guy. That's my bias. I I do like him. Uh, I I wish for him to succeed. I think he's a top level quarterback. I think Arizona did pretty good. Again, they're competing against LA. Man, LA's got tons of money. They can spend whatever. They'll pay whatever penalty, whatever cap hit they get. They'll pay because it's LA. They can get fucking whatever rights fees and 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 pay whatever penalty hit because LA is going to spend money. So. 
I'm not mad at it. I mean, you want to say it's excessive? Look, he's, like, okay. he's 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 a very good quarterback. I just think to make him the second highest, and this man hasn't even won a playoff game and barely made the playoffs as it was, went on a super big downturn. Like, I don't know. Like, and then I feel like in big moments he doesn't show up. That's just me, though. So we'll see. Call we'll me see. stupid. We'll Let's talk about call other, me whatever. Other things going on. Uh, I don't know if you see what's going on in Tampa uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, but Julio Jones, who was formerly of the Tennessee Titans, excuse me, I'm sorry, I just hit some shit. Uh, Julio Jones, of formerly of the Tennessee Titans, uh, signs with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Julian, I don't know how, how this makes you think about Tom Brady. Do you think like they're just getting a bunch of you know, a bunch of old guys will get their old gang back together. A bunch of, a bunch of veterans. Uh, does this improve Tampa Bay's chances? Does it still make them relevant? Are they still effective? Will Tom Brady be in another Super Bowl? That's all the questions I give to you, Julian. Julio Jones, what do you got? Um, I think he's just trying to get. He's trying to get a chip, man. He's just trying to do something. Uh, he's been hidden away in Atlanta outside of that one year where they made it to the Super Bowl, but then ended up losing terribly by one of the greatest comebacks in Super Bowl history, probably NFL history, honestly. He's just trying to he he's trying to get he's just trying to get back to that that spot and you know what if you can't beat him join him he joined Brady Brady beat him that year he's like you know what we'll see what we can do get one last payday go be in Florida you know what I mean he's going for it just another weapon they can throw out there maybe he kind of replaces Antonio Brown uh, obviously he does, he's not the same receiver as Antonio Brown, but being able to be like a third of reliable veteran at the third wide receiver position behind Godwin and Evans. So, yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. I'm sure, I'm sure he wasn't that expensive either. I'm sure they were willing to get, I'm sure he was willing to get a keep a, a cheaper contract just to get on, get onto that team. Because, I mean, you want to talk about a team that absolutely lost a trade big time was the Titans. Like, what a, what a terrible – they got nothing out of that. I mean, he played how many games? Like five maybe? I don't even know. He, like, he missed over half the season. So, And then when he did play, he didn't really do much. So, Yeah. So um- – I'm fine with Julio Jones signing with his contract. Like, I don't think the expectation of uh, of him is going to be like anything huge. Like, nobody's going to expect like a thousand yard season out of him. I still think he can be productive. Um, he's been, especially the last couple of years. Last year, definitely in Tennessee, you know, he suffered from injury. Uh, I've heard he had like terrible like knee surgery and a, a lower leg problem, which is obviously an issue. Um, but I still think he's a big body. He's a big target. Um. I expect to see him, you know, possibly more effective in goal line. Uh, you know, Gronk retired. Uh, they, we'll I think see. That Tampa also <laughs> he might come Kyle. back. Gronk retired. Um, they also signed uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph uh, from the Vikings, formerly of the Vikings. I do. I don't know how they have so, the money. I mean, I think is you know, Julio Jones is going to be a big target. I don't expect him to have a huge product. Like, it's not a guy I'm drafting fucking in fantasy because I don't think he's going to be productive. <laughs> no, he's not he's what he have was. His um, but he could still, you know, as far as uh, being effective, I think he can still contribute uh, uh, to the team. So I- I'm I'm fine with it. You know what I mean? Like, it- it's good for him to still be in the league and and you know, 
he's on his last legs probably of his of his career. So Julio Jones to Tampa. We'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna be a big you know I'm not a a I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. B I'm not gonna be a Tampa fan as a Miami Dolphin. So um, I think Hillary Jones will, he'll 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 be productive. It's not gonna be like huge numbers, but don't I'm, I'm not expecting much. Out of, that, that, the main thing is I'm, I'm not expecting much out of Hillary Jones. You know what I mean? No, I mean he's not he's not gonna provide anything. He might get maybe a couple hundred yards. In the seat for the entire season, like I don't, I and mean, then like a, a couple TDs here and there, but yeah, I mean they do got size though. I'll tell you what, between him, Mike Evans, and uh, Rudolph, like they they got some size. Uh, I like I, said, I don't know how Tampa is able to even afford like what they do. I I guess everybody's just going there for the cheap. Everybody's getting they're signing them all to big signing bonuses, so they don't have to take that salary cap hit. But it, it's crazy. But is they become the definite like retirement team like you go there you go to tampa to retire all all the former pro bowlers and and uh all pro they're all going there to retire get one last chip we'll see though i wouldn't honestly i know nobody's predicting this but i wouldn't be surprised if the whole thing just like just blows up like it just it doesn't work out i wouldn't be terribly surprised i don't think it will i think they're gonna win the division because their division is terrible. I mean, you have God knows who playing quarterback in New Orleans. Uh, you got a quarterback competition between Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. And then, what, Marcus Mariota in Atlanta? So it's like they're going to the playoffs. It's just a matter of how deep they make it is where I, I'm i a little curious. But then again, the NFC is not – like it's the AFC. It's not super, super strong like the AFC is. So it could, they, they could, they could make a division around. I don't know if they're the, obviously I think they're not taking down the Rams, but they almost did last year, but yeah. I think the Rams just got better though. All right. Other than media news, I don't know if we have any updates from uh, the weekend. Julian, you, you put up the topic about the NFL jerseys. Uh, I don't know if you have it. If you have any yes, pictures, or anything, I have it. I love that the end. We talked about it last episode, and literally after we got off the podcast last episode, more things came out. I love that the NFL is going down this approach. You know, taking and learning from what they learned from baseball, what baseball is doing, basketball, soccer, with all the different uniforms, switching it up. Um, I love, I love the new jerseys and the um, the alternate helmets. I think it's sick. If you could buy those helmets, that'd be sick too. Like, you know, at the end of the day, they're all about money. You sell, you change up different things. You come out with cool shit. People are going to buy. Obviously we saw that here in Miami. The, I see more vice jerseys than I do regular heat jerseys nowadays. Like I very, I very rarely see a regular heat jersey nowadays. It's almost all vice jerseys down here. And I'm sure it's like that all over, but I'm going to put it up on the screen here. You take a look at some of them. So I think a total of 10 teams, I want to say, either came out with like throwback jerseys, alternate helmets and whatnot. First, this is like somebody Yahoo Sports did a ranking. I don't agree with their rankings, but they did the throwback Patriots. The first time they're coming back with a throwback since I believe 2009, right here, 2009. Um, and Tom Brady rocking the, while defeating the Titans 59 to zero in the snow. Holy shit. That would a beat down. But... <laughs> But we got the we got the throwback Patriots. Then obviously number two they rank the the white bangle, which I think is 
absolutely fire. Like that's just I, sick. I like it. I generally like the Bengals uniform and I like that the white one. Yeah. Cowboys so bringing back Dallas? the classic helmet for Thanksgiving, which they've done before as well. Um, throw, Thanksgiving throwback from 2004, 2000. So the last time they did it was 10 years ago. Um, the classic throwback uh, Falcons Coca-Cola uh, helmet, which they've done before okay. too. But it looks like they're they're bringing it back. They haven't done this. It looks like it says till twenty six since twenty sixteen. The Giants coming back with their eighties and nineties jerseys. That dark the with the blue on the the helmet is darker than the actual blue on the jersey. I mean, it's pretty classic Giants. Like, hey man, I mean, it's the eighties and nineties. Things weren't super perfect. I guess I don't know, <laughs> but got the Giants on the helmet instead of the NY. There was no technology to color match. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have Photoshop. <laughs> All right, this one obviously I despise the Texans as a Jag fan, but I'm not gonna lie, this battle red helmet's pretty badass. That thing's pretty fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, it's pretty like college shiny. So you know, like Oregon. I think it looks like, fine. It's their little shiny red. I think it looks pretty sweet, it. and that's saying something coming from a Jag. That's that's pretty badass. Um, I'm with it. Um, I'm surprised they ranked it at six. Number seven, they got the black Cardinals helmet. Pretty Which clean. Is, I, I don't know. For me, it's pretty. Just to have a. I mean, it's clean. It's going to look clean, especially you know the the red, white, and black pops. So like a black helmet is. This is like oh yeah, that's pretty normal. Like you know what I mean? Like it is not anything extra. It's not like oh wow they have a black helmet. It's like. I mean, they yeah, never done black, it before. Like, I mean, it's. it's goes with the- I think I think w- when you see it on the players and you see it in game, it's going to look pretty different you know i you know how i think about it i wonder why they never did this like in the first like why alternate uniforms home and away jerseys they don't change the helmet the helmet remains the same but the jersey changes you think they would uh change the helmets to not think about it i think it's pretty easy because the helmet itself is a solid color so all it is is a sticker right that that whatever yeah i mean you can put some so the they just put a sticker on it so it's just a black helmet with a sticker on it it's not like anything it's not like a a elaborate design like kind of like the Bengals one I I would think the Bengals I don't know this for sure but I would think the Bengals one is like more actually printed on the helmet itself but if you just get a black helmet I would imagine those are stickers too but I don't know a lot of them are stickers sure I mean Uh, I I don't know why they never done more got more creative with the helmets um, obviously we got the Panthers which we already talked about last week this one looks pretty interesting the Saints, the Saints looks pretty cool. They're really um, using a lot of uh, I don't they know what that symbol's called. I don't. I forgot the proper. It reminds me. It. Well, it's the it's the what's it called? I forget. It's, a, it's the French thing. Uh, yeah, there's a name for it. French. I want to say it's a P word, but I can't remember. Um, but actual design, I, I like it. It looks. They're going for like a. It looks like a Gucci, like a like like a like a purse, like a Versa- like a yeah. Um, not Gucci. You're thinking of um, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. All right, they're going the for like LVs, a Louis Vuitton. The LVs. Yeah. You know, I'm fine with it. I'm that you know, whatever. That, that's cool. Whatever. I, I don't know the actual retro reference. Obviously, I was. I don't was think it's a retro. Like, Not all of them are retro. Some of them are. Some of them are just different. So yeah, the black helmet. Cool that, that's another thing too. It's black. So. Yeah, I mean, black and white with another color go, always goes hard. So especially with that gold. Saints gonna be this is gonna be solid one. Got the Eagles, Eagles black helmet. Money. It's black, but 
it's almost as dark as the green one, though, right? Because their, their helmet's already kind of green, like really dark. Really dark green, yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty cool. But it's fine. I like, I, see, I'm a bl- I like black, though. I, I, I always thought black is sick. I don't know. It's just me. I think the Jets is pretty sweet. You got the black helmet with the Jets on it. It seems like everybody's doing black. You know, I don't. I never really thought about how most helmets are white. Um, you, you, there's not very many black yeah. helmets. Like when I think about it, like outside of like what the Steelers and the uh, yeah, the only, only way I think of like Steelers and Atlanta. That's it. Who, yeah, who else is Atlanta. Like um, Jaguars, um, I guess, because they have a. Oh you know, they yeah, have, where they have, I'm stupid. Have yeah. Yeah, I'm stupid. The, yeah, the Jags had. How the, do you uh, feel about the half and? Half? Do you like that helmet? Do you like? The I've always, half I've half always liked one? that. Yeah, I actually have it behind me. I've always liked that. I, I, I like the two tone. I, I hated that they got rid of it. Yeah. Some people hated it. Some people thought it was atrocious. And then there, like, there was two sides. People thought it was atrocious, and then other people liked it. I was on the ballpark. I actually kind of liked it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was different. Then they went to the all black helmet. And I was like, yeah, but I, I've always liked it. Um, you got the bears. I don't mind this one that much, honestly. The orange, I don't mind it. And the orange helmet, it. it kind of flows with what colors are orange jersey, cool orange helmet. I, I I like that. Now it's keeping it simple. They just, you know, this one, and then the final one, they put the commanders. I man, I don't understand the commanders' hate. Like, why are they, why are they getting so much hate for the uniforms? I, I like I just, it, man. We talked about it on a previous episode. So go through the YouTube, go through the previous podcast. We talked about. I like the white. The commander's white jersey is fine. This black one, like I said, looks. It looks like a Steelers jersey, and it doesn't. The yellow and red numbers not, on the just, side. When I, yeah, when I see yellow and black, I think Steelers. So I will say, I like black, the I like the flag they put on it, and I like the patch. I still am not all for the name. I still think Washington football team is was just clean. I don't know. I just like that for an old school team. Like it fit them. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like it's getting more hate than it deserves. I like it. Um, people are trashing it. I I don't mind it. The mascot name is the only thing I'm like kind of whatever about. If they just would have kept football team, like I don't think you always need a mascot, man. Like just like keep it clean with the football team and that's, that's just like, it fits them because they're such a, a classic legendary like nfl squad like one of the oldest in the league so obviously your uh, your favorite quarterback carson wentz is uh repping it so but yeah i mean he's my favorite that's all of them uh so that's a that's 13 jerseys to our youtube people who are watching that if you're listening on the podcast this is like we just talked about general shit but speaking of Uniform watch. Let's transition over to the NBA because also the NBA is also still making news. We're talking about uniforms. So, I mean, you know, I don't know if you've seen some of the uh, CD edition, some of the some of the uh, retro. Some some uh, teams are going back to retro uniforms. Uh, let's talk about the NBA, uh, some of their uniforms. I mean, it kind of easily transitions to what we we're talking about earlier. So. Uh, uh, Julian, what have you seen? Uh, is there anything you like so far? I think one of the biggest news I saw was about the Pistons. They're going back to the old retro one. Yeah. One the biggest ones, but uh, is there any uniform that you like in general uh, as far as uniforms for the uh, NBA teams? All right. For, yeah, for our audio listeners, uh, you're not going to be able to – that will be the best thing. But <laughs> for our guys on YouTube, maybe come back and check it out. If you listen to audio, check back later. 
we're going to showcase some of the uniforms and here they are. First one that's coming up was the Milwaukee Bucks. So Milwaukee Bucks, they're switching up their uniforms. Uh, looks like they're adding like the antlers coming from the side of the jersey. That looks pretty sweet. Um, you can only get up from what they had. I never really thought their uh, jerseys were anything special. Or it seemed like they always had like bleh, like jersey. So this is probably the coolest one they've ever had. These ones pretty cool. It yeah. says fear. It says fear of the deer. That sounds a little stupid, but fear the deer. I never, I never feared a deer. I, I but, okay. Pretty, I, I I like that jersey. That you know, I'm not a Bucks fan. Again, as a Miami Heat fan, not a fan of the Bucks. But the uniform that pretty go, that goes pretty hard. Like that that you can you know. You can get some uh, some uh, Jordans to match that. It, it'll be pretty nice. Get some, cream, some creamsicles. Fear the deer, bro. Fear the deer. All right, next one. is a, This one I actually think is pretty damn clean. Is a San Antonio Spurs. They got that Sat X, S-A Tex, like on the, um, on the front star there. And then on the side, they have like this like Mexican pattern down the side. I think it looks pretty sweet. This is uh, Gabe's new hometown team, San Antonio Spurs. Have you been to a game yet? I have never been to San Antonio. It's about an hour and a half away from Austin. Never been to San Antonio. Uh, in general, I, I do like, like uh, the I like the touch, the mosaic kind of thing on the side. As far as the color itself, the, the like kind of brownish uh sandy brownish color i don't like the same well that is the that's the the filter well that's the filter on the uh, thing so don't don't take that That, i mean here look it's it's just black and yeah if it's straight up black which san antonio is like black and gray yeah like that's a good example of it right there the same color i mean logo is fine like i said i like the i like the mosaic though yeah, pretty sick. Um, and then we, like you were saying, we got the old school uh, '90s Pistons that teal, pretty clean. I like it. Those those are pretty sick. I like it. I wish they would have updated, like maybe the font on the numbers, but the Pistons logo is nah. pretty. It just reminds me of a, when we faced the Pistons. You know, uh, when Miami, the Miami Heat faced the Pistons. It, it's pretty. It's pretty legit. I, I like the. If you're a Pistons fan, like you can't go wrong with the, yeah. the teal and the white. I'm I'm a big throwback guy. I love throwback. I just loved how they make jerseys back then. I, I always loved throwbacks. Um, you got the old school like little Pistons from like in a car, like right at the end, and then obviously you got yeah. the, the classic horse. It, it it's sick. I, I I like it. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers. This one's boring. Care less. I don't care. Really boring. Yeah, I like again. I'm a fan of white, so the white jersey I do like the Cavs with the thing, but the black and the red is like pretty mundane. That's, yeah, it don't, I like. It doesn't, well, like I said, I'm not a big white inspiring. jersey guy, but I I like the I like the whites theme. Like I like how it's like the ball going into the V looks like a hoop. Like I like that. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty uh, mid jersey, and then we got the uh, Washington Wizards. It looks like they're. They kind of like uh, collab with the the Nationals with their bloom color, yeah. the cherry blossom. This one I really do like with the pink. Yeah, the cherry blossom. So obviously, you go to if you ever been to DC. I don't know if you know. Uh, Japan donated cherry blossoms. Cherry blossoms are natural to Japan. They donated to DC as a favor, you know, as a gesture of 
treaty. I did not know that. Niceness of Japan. So they definitely have, you know, uh, there's a cherry blossom season in D.C. And I like I like the Wizards jersey. I like that pink. I like the color. It just reminds me, uh, A, it's a flattering color. B, it reminds me of the Miami Heat. Their pink color is not as, you know, this one's a little wider pink. But uh, I do like the color. I do like uh, the pink of uh, the Washington Wizards. I think it's a good flow. It's a good, you know, it's a, I think it's a nice jersey. It's one of the better ones of the new retro or newer uh, jerseys. I don't know, Julian, what do you, what do you think of the, of, uh, of the Washington Wizards? I don't mind it as much. I mean, I, I mean, I don't care for it as much. I think it's kind of whatever. I like honestly that national jersey is pretty sick. I, I like the. I would have liked if they maybe put like the actual cherry blossom on, like the Nationals did. I because no, there just, is. If you zoom in, wait, there is. Yeah, yeah, if you zoom in the H, there's a cherry blossom, but uh, you know, uh, there's a cherry blossom. Oh, it looks like it's down the, the side. There. Maybe. Oh, right there in the eye. Okay, I see. Yeah, mm, yeah. I, think, I don't know. I'm kind of whatever about it. I don't think it looks anything crazy. That's just me, though. Um, here's some I more. Like San the, I like pink. Here's some more San Antonio jersey. So they didn't just do the that one. They got another one, which it's pretty much just Black. a throwback, just a throwback old school Black. San Antonio on it that from the '90s. So uh, yeah, Gabe's not a fan. I. Not- Fucking love that the Utah Jazz have brought back those purple mountain jerseys. Fucking sick. I love it. <laughs> I, I I love those jerseys. I hated the current logo that they have now and the current color scheme. I hate it. I love the purple, the old school purple. I think it stood out. It was way cooler. Alone, John Stockton. Yeah, John Stockton. You like that? Even wait, did the Carlos Boozer era they had they had Boozer? I think Boozer played in some purple. I think yeah, I want to say so, purple. yeah, and um, and Darren Williams. I'm pretty sure they had the purple jerseys too back then. I think the what they have now is fairly recent. I was never a fan of what they currently have. I think it looked dumb. Um, and then I don't really care for these other three. These yellow, like I feel like the Jazz can't figure out what color they want to be. Do they want to be blue? Do they want to be purple? Do they want to be yellow? Do they? Like, yeah, are you yellow? Are you purple? Are you just rock the purple, which man. you know like, they came from New Orleans. I like it. Oh wait, wait. Obviously, they're previously a New Orleans franchise, right? They came from New Orleans. New Orleans jazz makes sense. Utah, do you when you think New, of jazz? The jazz, Utah, the jazz came from um, New Orleans. Yeah, bro, you didn't know that. I did not why, know. Why that. do you think Utah, Utah jazz? When you think of jazz, yeah. Like, I, think <laughs> yeah of I mean, Orleans, I, so, like, what, what what cities do you think of when you think of Utah? Yeah, I just I never really jazz. thought about it. I mean, I'm sure there are Mormons that listen to jazz, but do you think of Utah? Is that what? No, the first I mean, city of music. Have you been to Utah? I think like, been, if you think I, of music, what are the music cities? Nashville. Nashville. I think of uh, Atlanta. I think of New Orleans. I think of New York. Those are music cities. You don't think of Utah. Look, you don't think have of you been to Utah? Have you been to? I've been to Utah. Have you been to Utah? I've never been. I have no plan. I heard a I lot. Of never, I would not going to. Probably. No. Go ahead. I'm actually gonna be honest with you, Gabe. Utah is actually a very beautiful place. I've been there and I loved it. It's it's very beautiful. The landscape and the scenery is amazing. Uh, I but, hear they have lakes. I hear they have mountains. All right, but okay, let's talk let's go back to the jerseys. Jazz. The purple one retro, I'm fine with it. The uh, other ones? They're trying to bring in this yellow. Terrible. See, it reminds me of too it's much of the Pacers, because I think the Pacers are no, also dude, like. You know what this reminds yellow. me of? 
This reminds me of like a high school, what? like 1960s basketball team. That's what it reminds me of. Terrible. Terrible job. They put in no effort. This is a sorry excuse for making it throwback. Terrible. Don't like it. Don't even don't even put those I'm out. Fine what with- a waste of time. I like white jerseys in general. Their white jersey is okay because it has a little symbol. But this shit looks like yellow, the shit no, Jerry no. West used to play in when he was in University of West Virginia back in like fucking sixties. That's what this thing looks like. All right, let's, let's stop dunking. Um, but that's pretty time. much that's pretty much that was it. Like- just just keep just keep the All purple right. jersey. Nothing else. Change change the logo Utah, back. Everybody love- go back to what it Utah. was. Keep keep subscribing. If you're from Utah, I don't want to hate on everybody from Utah. Please. I'm not hating on people from Utah. I'm hating on the Utah Jazz <laughs> with their dumbass logo and color scheme and the shit that they were doing. All right. Speaking of NBA, obviously the biggest news in the NBA is Kevin Durant. Where the hell is he going to go? Obviously, we're in free agency. Uh, Kevin Durant announced that uh, he was going to. Uh, he's open for trade. Uh, he, I think, he announced the Miami Heat and the Suns is the teams they want to go to. Uh, being all this Kyrie drama going on. Um, but it seems that uh, the Celtics are uh, among the teams that have emerged uh, to engage with the Nets on a possible deal, says Adrian Wojnarowski. Uh, the Celtics are clo- uh, no closer to Durant than other teams view. And uh, Jason Tatum is off limits. So I don't know what you've heard about uh, the Kevin Durant uh, rumors that are going on uh, with the Celtics, but... How do you feel about Jason Tatum being off the limits, but everybody else is on on the limits? So Jalen Brown, you know, maybe a Robert Williams. I would doubt it, but he's on the table. How do you how do you feel about Kevin Durant possibly going to the Celtics? Does this improve the Celtics team? Does this improve the Nets team? a hurricane out there. <laughs> Texas tornado. That's what Gabe's in. Texas tornado. Um, I mean. I'm not against it. Uh, yeah, obviously Tatum's off limits. You because ideally you want Durant with Tatum. Uh, obviously you want those two to to bounce off each other and work together. Look, if you want Durant, man, you, you got to give up. You got to give up a lot. And obviously the Nets are playing hardball, and the Nets know that. The Nets don't want to end up like Houston did, um, where when they left, that team just went to utter shambles. Nets, if they're gonna if they're gonna move Durant, look, you got. Arguably one of the best players in the league right now. You want to be compensated fairly. You want to have, bring in guys and still be competitive. And if this deal goes through where they obviously you take Jalen Brown and a couple other pieces, this, the, the Nets could potentially make at least a play-in game, which you know I've gone over about how dumb that is. But Obviously, you, you want players on that team. They want to get compensated fairly because you don't want to end up like one of those teams where you see it all the time where it's like once the Stars request to be traded, then that team is like in shambles for God knows how. I mean, look, OKC still hasn't recovered so <laughs> since Durant left. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I get uh, – obviously, um, you want to keep Tatum, but uh, – I'm not against. I'm not against getting rid of some guys. A couple of guys that would have been big contributors. Um, in general, like to me, it's kind of news because it seems like the Celtics are more inclined to have trade, like trade value with. Like the biggest thing is like uh, Rudy Gobert was one of 
where the market got traded? The market has been set uh, earlier, especially with uh, Kevin Durant coming in like four more years. Gabe, just block your mic. Just go like this, man. Just go. There you go. You got it. There you go. Try. <laughs> Why are you whispering? <laughs> I can't block it, man. It's windy. I'm sorry. It's 107 degrees. God damn it. If I got a wind breathe when it's 107 degrees in Texas. Gabe, I want to see you fucking sweating, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying not to, okay? I'm, I'm, I don't know if you see it. I'm trying to stay liquidated over here. Um, okay, let's get back to it. KD. The Boston Celtics, the fact that they're in talks doesn't make big news to me because guess what? Everybody's in talks. Everybody. Orlando Magic's going to be in talk. The, all the sorriest teams you're going to think of. Uh, <laughs> the San Antonio <laughs> Kings. Yeah, they got Paolo Blanchero. Sacramento Kings in talks. Everybody's in talks to get fucking Kevin Durant because he's one of the best players, most elite players you can get right now. Um, as far as like value that equal to trade, I believe – Celtics have a high chance to get him. Do I think he's going to the Celtics? I don't think not. I do not think anything of him because he, that's not one of the teams that he said he wanted to be traded to. He only said, what is it, the Suns and the Miami Heat? I don't think he's going to get traded to the Celtics for the Nets to compete against the Celtics. I'm not going to the Heat, but I think, I think that the fact that they announced this news came out that, oh, the Celtics are in talks with with the Nets, I think that's the Nets trying to pressure the Heat to give up more more things. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense to you. Uh, makes Julian, sense to me. Like, I don't know if the, the Heat have much to get rid of, though. I, that's the thing. That's the thing. I'll say so, what Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. Like, yeah. When KD says, KD says, I don't want to play here. I want to play either in Phoenix or I'm playing Miami. KD has all the leverage, right? Because it's like, yo, I only play in Phoenix or I play in Miami or nothing. I don't play at all. He has all the leverage, right? And the fact that this comes out, oh, the Celtics, the Celtics are in talks. The Celtics, which obviously are direct competitor of the Miami Heat, direct competitors of the Brooklyn Nets. I think this is the Brooklyn Nets trying to leverage the Miami Heat to get give up more, right? To give up more and say, hey, look, if you don't want to give us a deal, guess what? The Celtics, they're going to give us a deal. They're going to give us, you know what I mean? They're in talks. We're going to get Jalen Brown or whoever the fuck else to play with KD. So I think this is more of a political play. They're just going to put up, hey, we have other names out there. There's other people, you know, uh, the fucking New Orleans Pelicans. They're also interested. They're willing to give but, us, you know what I mean? I, I think this is, the, this is uh, the Nets putting out names out there to get more leverage over the Miami Heat. Which As a Nets fan, though, do you want to yeah. trade within the conference? You don't. You shouldn't. Yeah, like, yeah. Why, why would you? you have, why would you, you trade to the Celtics? That's like your literal direct rival, and you want to trade to them? Like, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Who knows, man? I every every week it's something different, man. It's he's Woj is reporting on something different. Well, I'll see it when I believe. I don't know what's going to happen. It looks like everybody that's yeah. in the running has been Eastern Conference. But like I said, as a as a Nets fan, it's like, do you want them to get traded to the Eastern Conference? But I don't know. I mean, thing is, I don't see. I I I feel like the 
the Celtics can give up more, have more to offer in a trade than the Heat do. I just don't like. Are you gonna? Obviously, you don't want to get rid of Jimmy Butler. You don't really want to get rid of Bam. I mean, the biggest trade bait that you have is Tyler Hero and maybe Duncan Robinson, and maybe you could throw an Oladipo in there. Um, I wouldn't be upset with that, but I don't know if that's enough that the Nets would want. Yeah. So, so we'll see. I mean, that was the latest news to come out. Uh, obviously, I think he's probably the biggest dominant fall is Kevin Durant. Once Kevin Durant happens, I think you'll see lots more trading and signing uh, after that. I think teams are still optimistic about their chances to get. And then they start going, all right, what's next in line? Donovan Mitchell, you know, Bradley. Beal. Yeah, that's another one. If And that's another thing, too. If, if KD goes to another team, I think the Miami Heat will try to reach for Donovan Mitchell. I think I'd say, like, I mean, I get you want to get Durant, but I'm all for the Donovan Mitchell trade. I think he would, you wouldn't have to give up that much. And he's young, and I think he would partner well. I think you can get Donovan Mitchell if you give away Oladipo, um, Tyler Hero. Uh, I would say Robinson. Robinson. Robinson, Robinson and Hero. Yeah, I, I, I say that too. Like, I, you, you want to keep Oladipo? I'm kind of whatever about Oladipo, honestly. I mean, I, if you could keep him, I'd be I great. Think, but if you could trade him, I don't care either. But for sure, Robinson, um, and Hero, you might be able to get, and maybe a pick, you might be able to get um, Donovan Mitchell, I yeah. think. And I'd be all for that. I'll do it awesome. in a heartbeat. And I'm okay with that than getting, because I think it, the Nets are just going to ask for too much. Like they should. But like, I, I don't think that he can. Yeah. So let's end it. Uh, let's close it out with MMA. Uh, Stuff going on in MMA. Obviously, this week is going to be uh, July 30th. The big fight, uh, obviously, is UFC 277. Um, the biggest fight of the week is probably going to be uh, the main fight, which is going to be uh, Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes. Uh, Julian, you're our resident expert uh, in MMA. What do you think about this fight? I, th- I knew you reviewed the fight earlier. Uh, what do you think about this uh, uh, fight for? It's a title fight, so it's pretty big. Like, yeah, uh, rematch. The the rematch. Um, this is probably going to be the. I dare I say the biggest uh, women's fight ever. Like, with, I don't know. I mean, with the most eyeballs. Obviously, Pena pulled off an incredible upset, um, knocking down Nunez's twelve uh, fight win streak. Nunez was looking just absolutely unstoppable. Like nobody even came close to her. They were throwing people on the street to fight her because they ran out of ladies to, to come and fight her. But then yeah. Juliana Pena, who has had a pretty solid career, obviously probably a great career. Um, she's a champion. She knocked down probably one of the toughest women in the history of UFC. Um, I remember watching her in the very first woman's ultimate fighter on Ronda Rousey versus Misha Tate. I remember that's why I first heard of her because she was on that show. And I believe she won the whole show. If I don't remember, that was a very long time ago. Um, probably like eight years ago. But um, yeah, she's older now. She was young then and uh, had a ton of experience. And I went back and rewatched the fight. Man, that second round was awesome. I mean, that second round was an absolute brawl. They're punching each other back and forth, just standing up. Um, Pena had a swollen eye. Um Nunez had a bloody nose. They're just swinging, just like going back and forth. And then finally, Nunez just hits her with one, caught lightning in a bottle, knocked her down. 
they were able, she was able to take her down get her from behind and rear naked choke her and win the fight in the second round, right before the, the bell rang. So incredible way to win by submission, um, pretty much a knockout, but she cleaned it up with the submission. It wasn't like, <clears throat> so she, she got her down by striking, but it was a, it was a great brawl. I don't see it. I'm curious to see how this fight plays out. I'm I, cause Right now, Pena is the big underdog, even though she's a champ, because Nunez has just been so ridiculously dominant. Um, and I think rightfully so, she should still be the favorite because some say that, you know, Pena got lucky. She, But then again, like I said, it was a brawl. They're swinging back and forth. And when you get in a, when you start getting in a position like that, man, anything can happen. I mean, all it takes is that one just perfect hit that somebody to throw, and then it's just there on the ground, and that's what happens. Finished him up. So we'll see. I possibly have I have Nunez winning this fight. I think she's just the better fighter. She just is. Um, but I'm hoping to see another exciting fight. I don't think Pena's going to go down without a fight. It's going to be a striking match for sure. Once again, so yeah, awesome. I'm super pumped for this fight. I think uh, this is the most like anticipated Nunez fight I've had in a very long time because I was pretty excited about the Pena fight because I know what Pena was capable of, but I thought she was going to lose because Nunez is just that good. But like, I'm like, all right, this is like, we're going to have an actual like competitive bantamweight match. So we'll see. Um, obviously all the money's on Nunez. So I'm, a, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to be expecting, I'm not rooting for any, anyone cause I'm a fan of both, but I do think Nunez is going to win this fight. Probably knock her out, honestly, because she was speeding up bad. Pena was last match. Yeah, I, I, I'm a I'm a Nunez fan because I feel like she's been the most dominant. Like all the names that they try to hype up right in the UFC, uh, as far as the women's title, uh, you know, women's titles. Like go through, go through the list: Shevchenko, Misha Tate, Ronda Rousey, Shevchenko again, Chris Cyborg. Holly Holm, Felicia Spencer, Megan Anderson. Like, all these names that they try to bring up, like, oh, these are the next stars, these are the next people. Like, Nunez, she And no different division, the, but... So, yeah, I mean, but saying, like, her her record is not, like, immaculate. It's not, like, perfect or whatever, but she's still been pretty dominant since, like, fucking 2015 or whatever. So, I, uh, I'm i a fan of her. I expect her to win. Um, but this should be an exciting fight, right? Because this is a rematch fight. I definitely think this is going to be – this is going to go to, you know, a, a V3 uh, regardless of uh, the the outcome uh, because I think this is probably the, one of the most – more exciting uh, fights in, in women's uh, uh, UFC that I've seen. At least in Bantamweight, yeah. Um, in Bantamweight, yeah, because uh, so that Wei Lee fight was – and. Um, Whaley and uh, what's the other? Why am I drawing a blank? Um, the Polish chick. That was a crazy fight. Yeah. The, that was that was one of the best women's fights I've ever seen. But when it comes to at least anticipation, yeah, like I agree with you. This is gonna be this. I'm super pumped for this. And this is all leading up to mind you, yes. the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, because they have the whole Ultimate Fighters based let's, around let's, this. Let's, They're the two coaches. So, yeah. So let, let's transition to the last thing. Uh, uh, there was rumors out there that recently put out uh, McGregor trying to get a refight, uh, a rematch, excuse me, with uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, I don't know, uh, Julian, if you saw this news, if you saw uh, anything about it. How do you feel about a McGregor uh, Mayweather 2.0 uh, a fight going on? Do you feel like 
Is something right. that you're actually interested in or what what's going on? Is it is it right. overhyped? This, is it under-hyped? this actually makes sense. Um okay, when you, I've never I didn't hear this until you just told me this, but I looked it up just now. Apparently Dana White's coming out saying it's total bullshit. It's 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 it's, it's a rumor. He said he's like, stop asking me about it. It's not true. It's not happening. So Dana White pretty much just shut that down. And Dana White, you, we all know he's a pretty no nonsensical guy. Like he's like, in pretty much what he says, it, it happens. If it's, if something's going to happen, it it pretty much does. If he says something's not going to happen, it it does it. So, and it kind of goes against what McGregor's trying to do because. I feel like McGregor is trying to make a comeback in a way. I think McGregor's probably the most focused he's been on the UFC in a long time, trying to recover back from his injury. And I think he, I think he wants to, I think he wants to be a champion again in the UFC and be on top of that. I don't know if he'll ever make it again. He probably won't. Um, But I think that's what he's aiming for. So the whole like, Mayweather thing, I just don't see it. Even in the, for the money aspect, McGregor's making so much damn money with his his uh, scotch or is this scotch or Irish whiskey? One of the two. Um, he's making so much damn proper twelve something like that. He's making so much money with that. I don't think he cares to fight Mayweather. Um, I think he's more focused on the UFC. If you consider what he's doing, is focused. But I mean, all right, you would say he's more focused on the UFC. Like when. What what's his next challenge? Like him in the UFC, his last fight, obviously he f- he faced Dustin Poir- uh, Poirier. Excuse me, I said it wrong. Dustin Poirier, 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 Poirier. Dustin Poirier, um, <laughs> and that was like a year ago, right? That that's technically like literally like last July, right? It was like literally a year ago. Um, <sighs> And you're talking about him making a trying to make a title run, like he's trying to do. I think he's washed, man. Like he, he lost against Khabib. As long as Khabib is still out there and Khabib's retired, uh, he, he's not the best fighter in the UFC. He's most, most excited. He's most, most. He has the most spectacle, the most, uh, the most uh, swag, the most, I guess, hype around him. But like, uh, as far as like an official, legit fighter, why does this not make sense to you? Like, of course, if he can't, if he can't. Fucking master and get a title, a title shot in the in the UFC. Why would he not fight fucking Floyd Mayweather? I mean, like I'm looking it up now. McGregor's 34 years old. He's still kind of young enough to go for a run. We've seen older champions, so he's still in that window where to where he can make a run. He's not as old as you might think. I, look, I'm one of those people. I'm gonna sound like a McGregor apologist. I'm not, but. Mm-hmm. Though that poor like Poirier didn't go in there. I think people are cloud like Poirier didn't just like go in there and just absolutely dominate like and like put on a clinic. And I feel like people want it to sound like like seem like that, but in reality, not. Poirier got lucky that McGregor's leg snapped in half. Granted, yeah, he was losing in that first round, but it's one round. How many times have we seen people come back? Uh, the second fight, McGregor was just. Kind of caught off guard. It, but I never went in there. I'm like, oh, man, Poirier is absolutely beating the absolute shit out of McGregor. Like, it, it wasn't like he was putting on a crazy show. And I think McGregor can still fight at a top five level in his division. I think. We'll see. I, I would like to see him challenge. I think he's going to get a fight relatively soon, I guess. Um, maybe not top five, but just out. I mean, 
We'll see. I think he, like I said, I still think he's got some gas in him. If he could just like, like fucking focus, you know what I mean? That's his problem, man. If he could just like focus and get that hunger, that championship hunger again, he could do, cause he's, the talent's there. He could win it. And like the, and at the end of the day, look, he's the only person to win around on Khabib and Khabib's historic run. He's the only one to, to, to make Khabib lose around. And that's saying something. It's just like he's, it's all the antics, all the off the, not off the field, but I guess outside the octagon antics is what's been holding him back. And if he could just like fucking focus, like if he could just do that, which I felt like he was leading into that second fight with Poirier, um, except for his leg snapping. He, I think he can push for a top five. I don't know if he'll get a title shot. Obviously, I think he has to go on a little bit of a win streak to do that. But I would like to see him get a top 10 opponent. Because Poirier was fighting for a title fight. Poirier was a top, was, was ranked was fighting, two. Hey, right. I think he's one of those guys that le- legit does not like fucking McGregor. Like, it's, not, it's not like a... a yeah, but, but what I'm saying is Poirier a was a top on. three fighter in the division. Yeah. What I would so, like to see, and I heard rumors about, I don't know if it'll happen, but I'd love to see a McGregor-Tony Ferguson fight. That'd be great. That'd be pretty awesome to see. I guess, man. I mean, you you know more. You're more on the inside of it. To me, McGregor, this this makes more sense. Him trying to fight Mayweather again, trying to get do a money grab. Makes no, more yeah, sense it's, it's bullshit. Actually, I think him. You know, obviously Dana White. Dana White. If, if they do another boxing match, which is which is what it seems like they're trying to do, Dana White. He can comment on it and be like, "Oh yeah, it's not going to happen. Whatever. I have McGregor on the contract. It's not gonna... He doesn't know what the fuck McGregor is going to do. McGregor. I think." His his life. Well, I mean, they need UFC. Like, it's, just, uh, it's whatever. The end of. I mean I that like. fr- that first. Well, that first fight. I mean, that was a partnership between the money team and um, UFC. And if Dana's saying he's not doing it, he's like, it's, that's, I don't think they're doing it. And usually, when Dana gets really passionate like that, he, it's probably not. And I just don't see it. I, I think it's bullshit. I mean, I you, I don't think. You think there's more? I don't even there's think, more. There's more you think McGregor has more juice to squeeze? He has more fights in him. They're going to be more exciting. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think he wants to fight in you the UFC. So? And then I don't even know if like Mayweather even cares to do that. Like, I mean, oh Mayweather, he bets a lot of money, so he's gonna, he's going to need the money. He's going to need the money. A lot of horses he's betting on. He's betting on a lot of horses. So. A lot of ponies. And I think I don't I don't think McGregor's. Still a competitor. He's a, still a spectacle. Yes, probably a money a money maker. You know, he's great on the mic. He talks very well. But actual fighting. Look, McGregor, I still think is a top ten fighter in his division. I think. I, like I don't see anybody outside of the top ten beating him. And if he can put a string of wins together, like if he can face like like a Tony Ferguson and like maybe he beats him, he just gets a shot at like um, I don't have to look at the rankings again, but like, I think it could be interesting because right now the the um, title holder is uh, my mind is all over the place today. The Brazilian dude, um, damn it, he just fought. A- Oliveira, Oliveira. Okay. So yeah, right now the rankings is uh, I'm pulling up the rankings now. Oliveira, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler, 
Um, they have McGregor as 10 on the spot. A bit too right high now. for me. bit too high. They have Tony Ferguson as 11. So, uh, so that's interesting. I would like to see uh, a I mean, McGregor-Michael Chandler fight. That could be really interesting, too. Or even a Gaethje. I think he's pretty much done, but we'll see. Coming this weekend, like I said, 277 this weekend. UFC will bring you more news about that. That fight, I'm never going to watch. Uh, it's a rematch fight. We'll bring you more news about NBA. Hopefully, we'll have uh, Judge on next week. We'll talk about MLB. We'll talk about more NFL news because they always make news. All the sports, all the time. Real Fan Podcast. Julian, where can they find the podcast? Find us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, anywhere you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast, and MySpace. Are we on MySpace? Uh, MySpace, Tumblr. No, we don't have a Tumblr? MySpace. I know Justin Timberlake bought it, but he, we don't have that. We don't have <laughs> but we appreciate y'all, especially y'all checking us out on YouTube. We appreciate the downloads, all the comments, and subscriptions. We appreciate. Y'all. We'll see y'all next week with more Real Fans podcasts. We'll be right here. See y'all next week. Peace.